You're now listening to The Bad Guy Radio production of Black and White Featuring Justin Lee Ken W.O. And Junior your boy And your King boy Mac. King Mac What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What up? It's another episode of Black and White. It's your boy, Justin. And let me tell you, I got the usual suspects tonight. Junior, Ken, Matt. Uh, for me personally, this could be the best day of my life. I woke up and Junior will not have the privilege to seeing fucking Bryce Harper's manhawk running around the bases hitting fucking nukes. I'm really happy that he doesn't get that satisfaction. And then it gets fucking better. Because now Ken Woe can't walk his fucking forehead into Foot Locker anymore and get some Nike Monarchs, Nike pulling that shit off the shelf. I feel fucking good. How you feeling, boys? Hey, as long as I could get him at Kohl's, I'm all good, man. I'm good. How you are you? Sick. You fucking <laughs> sick. You might, you might be able to find some uh, opening day tickets at Kohl's, too. Yeah, Damn. Right. Don't, don't, do the, don't do my sport like that, Junior. Come on, G. Hey man, this is what it is. We're not getting baseball. I told I told you guys weeks ago we're not getting baseball till May or June. I fucking told you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't fucking believe you. You know, some people on the internet are hard headed, Junior. Ken, what you thought you seen this shit coming from a mile away or what? I thought they'd get a deal done eventually. Um didn't happen. Um you know, the owners, the owners waited too long to make their deal 40, you know, 43 days. It took them to make an offer. They didn't do nothing all December and most of January. And but the players share in this blame, too. And I'm not saying that the owners are blame free. They definitely deserve probably the majority of the blame. But the players coming through, you know, they weren't necessarily all ready to go either. After the owners made their first offer, it was a 10, 10 days before the players countered that. So it's not like they were ready to go as soon as the owners made that offer. Then they reject the salary minimum floor, which I got into a little bit of an argument on Twitter today with Cherizi and, and a couple other not guys. Surprising. Not surprising. Not surprising at all. But, you know, they were saying that, oh, they're fighting for the, the younger players and the pre-arb guys and guys. No, that they're not. Cut. They're not. They're, they're absolutely not. not. They're literally fighting for themselves. They're fighting for they, the, the big time checks is what they're fighting. No for. disrespect. Like, the Max Scherzer eyes. That's what no disrespect. For. Max Scherzer's eyes. They can give right. a single fuck if Sean the Bomb makes seven figures in the MLB in 10 years. Right. They give a no. single fuck. No. And, they don't care. And, I mean, and rightfully honest, so, rightfully so, they shouldn't care. Right. And to they be should. honest, those guys got a, a pretty decent raise. It went, you know, the owners offered them 700 grand 700 up from grand. 570 or whatever this, it was. It's the biggest raise in MLB history. Right. So those guys were going to get taken care of. And if they really were concerned about the guys that are being let go in favor of young rookies coming up because of the ARB numbers, they would have accepted a salary floor, but exactly. they didn't do that. They did, they dismissed that right off the bat because they don't want a salary cap to go with that. And they think that the, the, the tax is, is uh, like acting like a salary cap now. Well, they don't want to cap yeah. because they want to get those guys 
the $40 million checks that Max Scherzer just signed, and he's the guy sitting there. So how are you yeah, going to say they're, exactly. they're in a fighting fucking for? Porsche. Yeah, how are you? How are you going to say they're fighting for the little guy? No, they're not. Yeah. They're fighting for the big, the big time checks. They want their big checks to get bigger. I don't know. I think so it's I funny think, too. I think it's funny yeah. too. I saw a photo of a players in the players union. Uh, it was like Scherzer, Syndergaard was in there, and a few other people I noticed. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, when I, I saw like Anthony Rizzo make a comment. He goes, we're not fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for the young kids. So you'll thank us in you know X amount of years. How, like, if I'm a player, right, and I'm sitting there in that room and, like, I'm like, okay, I just made $570,000 and now I can make $700,000. And I have a, a guy across from me and Max Scherzer say, no, that's not good enough. I'm right. fucking, like, irate. I am fucking right. irate. Like, bro, you're going to get your $40 million no matter what. You're right. going to get that. And then I see I see people on the internet going like, well, if you're the best in the world at what you do, don't you want to get paid for it? Yeah, I, I do want to get paid for it. But don't don't sit here and make it seem like seven hundred thousand dollars is little money. How much of America makes over a hundred thousand dollars? Not the we're best gonna, at what we're gonna we're gonna say what you do. We're gonna we're gonna understand that argument. We're gonna is sit Zach here and Collins, fucking. Uh, uh, ahead, is Zach Collins the best at what the fuck he does? No, no. But he's gonna make seven hundred thousand. Make seven hundred thousand dollars. He'll be grossly overpaid. Grossly overpaid. And, and how many? How many? How, how many games is he gonna play? How many games is he gonna start? Eighty. Eighty. Seven hundred thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here. And that's right. fine. I don't. If you I want the players, if they want to fight for seven hundred thousand dollars, I'm all for it. Go for it. If that's what you think you deserve, I want you to fight for it. Be strong with it. And it pisses me off. Like I see again, back to people on the internet saying like they deserve more and blah, blah, blah. All these fans taking the player's side. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. You guys are not owners. If you, how about you see it from both sides, both sides. Yeah. I want to see baseball too, but the owners aren't just going to be like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And if these fans, myself, Ken, Justin, Mac, White Sox Twitter, everybody, Red Sox Twitter, whatever you want to think. If they really think they're the end-all, be-all, they're out of their fucking mind. You saw how well baseball did money-wise in the COVID year. It's not like they fucking plummeted or anything like that. They don't need you in the seats to make money. So they give, they don't give a single fuck about what you have to say. They're going to make money no matter what. How much money does each team make every year based off a fucking TV deal? How much? I can only fucking imagine. Hundred million. There you go. Hundred million. And if I'm That's not mistaken, average. if I'm not mistaken, baseball has revenue sharing. So when I go buy that Bryce Harper jersey for hundred and eighty dollars, the Phillies, the White Sox, the Marlins, everybody gets a portion of that. It's revenue, including sharing. the players, including exactly. the players. So I I don't want to sit here and well the us fans. Uh, fuck you. They don't care about you. So quit crying about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad to see everybody is label lawyers and shit. I mean, 100%. Everybody, everybody turned into Rob that. Manfred while hating Rob Manfred. Weird. I mean, I, I, I've been, I didn't like Rob Manfred to begin with before this. I thought he was a trash ass commissioner. I thought he's been garbage. And that's because some of the things he was trying to do to the game as far as changing some of his traditions. And adding some of this goofy shit on, 
I never was a fan of his anyway, because I'm gonna be honest, I'm I'm what you would call a traditionalist baseball fan. I love the game the way it is. I don't think it's broken. I don't think it needs to change any of that. Baseball been played the way it's been played now for over a hundred years plus. So I don't see no need really to fucking change it. I don't see no need to go to fucking seven innings. I don't see no need for none of that bullshit. I don't see no need to implement little league rules like putting a fucking guy on second base. I don't see no need for any of that old bullshit. So to me, Rob Manafort been a garbage-ass commissioner anyway. But as far as this labor situation goes, if you paying a minimum wage of $700 fucking thousand dollars, that's a good fucking deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every player don't need to make a fucking million dollars when they just start home. They don't. Can you imagine you being an owner and you got to pay that fucking Collins a million dollars? Like, he's not the only one. But just imagine, you got to pay that fucking Collins a million dollars. And I understand some people may exceed that 700000 But it's going to be a lot of people that don't even play up to that 700000 So that's how it evens out. Some people going to be worth more than that 700 Some people going to be less worth less than that 700 And some people going to be right around that 700 But I don't have any problems with the tier system. I don't. Because guess what? That's what gives guys motivation to play their ass off so they can earn that big money doing arbitration, doing free agent years. That's what it's designed for. If you're just giving people millions of fucking dollars, who says that these guys are going to even stay motivated to continue to work their asses off to become great players? We've seen guys get paid and drop off the planet of Earth. They're no longer the same players they was when they was hungry trying to get that top dollar. That's a fact. It has nothing to do with taking up for the owners. I believe some of the shit the owners doing is bullshit. But to act like some of these players are like fucking heroes, that's just not the case. Because you're talking about guys getting a $200,000 increase. How the fuck is that terrible? How is that not doable? How is that? And then, and then you got people not, not bad. I saw people on Twitter were complaining like, "Oh, $700,000 isn't enough." And then uh, I didn't comment it, but I was just going through the threads. And people saying, "Well, you got to pay your, you know, uh your agent and then you got to pay taxes. You know, you're walking away with, you know, $470,000. You can't you make a living off 400, $470,000 fucking dollars. You can't pay your bills, your utilities, your mortgage, right. your car." You got to pay Ken Woe for a fucking picture. That's right. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody who drives into work with like a Nissan Altima, but sorry you can't be fucking Max Scherzer and drive into a fucking union meeting in a fucking Porsche. That's just the way it is. Get better. I don't know what to tell you. But if you can't make a living a year of $450,000, you need to reevaluate your shit. It's that simple. That's a lot of fucking money. After taxes, after that's a lot of fucking money. And, and I mean, here's another thing. All, that's, your, 
here's another thing as far as uh, this whole thing is concerned. And they're saying, you know, the, the MLB didn't come up too much off their tax number of 220 million or whatever. And here's the reason why, because they need 23 owners to pass this deal. So there's probably eight owners out there, the Pirates, the Royals, the Rays, just to name a few, Cincinnati probably, that are saying, we aren't going above that. So why are they going to offer more than they're going to be able to pass? If they got eight guys saying they're not going to go above that, what's the point of offering 230 and then they're going to decline it anyway? So I'm sure there's a number in there that these owners aren't willing to go above. And I'm sure there's some, like the Mets owner and – from what the reports that I heard today, maybe even Jerry Reinsdorf that are willing to go more than that. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I heard. But, you know, if you got eight guys that aren't willing to go over that, the deal's not going to happen anyway. So that that's where we're at right now. And I know the players want to start it at like 245 and then go up every single year uh, for when they're going to get taxed. It's a lot. It's a lot. And whatever. I mean, no, half most of the teams aren't going to go anywhere near that yeah, to begin exactly. with. I get that. But if you got owners saying, no, we're not going to vote for it if it's above 220, well, what's he supposed to do? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially when he's the fucking owner. Like, he's in charge of the whole thing. And, you're, and you got this army of players and Christ himself, Tony Clark, representing <laughs> these guys, stepping on, you know, Smacking the hand that's feeding them, biting the hand that's feeding them. At, at a certain point, y'all think these owners taking this as a sign of disrespect? Also, and they brought in something they, Manfred in the lawyer. Something I want to throw out there, and I'm not defending Manfred by any means because commissioners are the same in like all four major sports. The commissioner works for the owners, like that is that is like part of his job. So people who are just, fuck Manfred, fuck Manfred. Like you White Sox fans who want to say fuck Manfred, you also got to say fuck every owner there is. And that goes back to like the whole seeing it from both sides thing. You want to be mad at one side, that's fine, but also look at it from the other side. Like Ken had just said, that's just reality. You need 23 votes. There's going to be, Ken named four teams in five seconds that would say no right away. Right. Right away. You know, so it's it's not just players. It's not just owners. It's It's both. It is literally both. Right. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, the owners are idiots, but yeah, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not saying the owners are right in any of this, but just to just say, oh, the players are hundred percent right, and they should hold out for as long as they can. I just listened to an interview. It was actually really good on Spiegel and Parkins, um, and it was with Patrick Wisdom, the Cub player, and you could tell how heartbroken and conflicted this dude is because. You know, here he is, 30 years old. It took him forever to get to the major leagues. He finally had a, his rookie season. He played pretty well good season for himself. Too. Yeah, he played well. He replaced well. Chris Bryant. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good. <laughs> Future White Sox All-Star. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And here he is, um, you know, about to start start on the process, get into arbitration, and now he doesn't get a chance to play. This guy's going to get older and older. He, ain't, he isn't going to make it to the end of arbitration if they – you know, do away with this year, or even if they lose a lot of service time yeah. this year. And again, so, if, if you think if you think the Max Scherzers and them care, they don't give a fuck, right? Because and they I've, they they know when baseball does start. I said sometime in May. That was my guess a few weeks ago when we talked about this. That's when I thought baseball was going to be back. Max Scherzer is still going to get his money. Bryce Harper is still going to get sure. his money. They don't care. 
They don't care about the next generation, the generation after that. They don't care about the guys making $570,000 now. They don't give a single fuck. They care about themselves, which is fine. But don't come and labor, out. And don't labor com- negotiations, the young guys always get fucked. Right. We older, always the get older fucked. Guys, the older guys don't care about the younger fucking guys. It's all about making sure their pockets is laced. So that's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, anybody who ever dealt with labor negotiations, they can fucking tell you that. Anybody who's a part of any labor movement can tell you the young guys get fucked. That, that That's just seniority rules. Shit rolls down here. That's how it goes. But right, 700... That's, that's the same in teaching, you know? The, the, yeah. the older guys that have been there for a long time, they get the easiest schedule. And they probably do a far worse job than the young guys that are just coming up. And, uh, you know, they get the shitty schedule. They get the bad freshmen and they get the lowest pay. But eventually they'll be on the top getting the nice schedule, you know, with the highest pay. Like Big Ken, (laughs) baby. I'm in the the middle. I'm in the middle. (laughs) It's not it's not like the the union is anti. Anti having a, a tier system is not like they anti tier system, they because they're not, you know, they just want to they just want to make sure the guys who've been around the longest get what they feel they deserve and get a little bump up for the younger guys. But for people who talking about acting like the fucking older guys are throwing they sales on the railroad track for the fucking younger players, that's all bullshit. And anybody who's been involved with labor, which, I mean, I'm not going to say all White Sox fans, but which most White Sox fans work corporate jobs and not even involved in the labor fucking movement. So, you know, they half of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. Like myself. I don't know. I, I don't know how I work for a corporate company. All right. So, like, I can't sit here and, and, and act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. When it comes to labor talks, I'll try to educate myself as best as possible, but I can't sit here and be like, one's right, one's wrong. You know, they're both right. They're both wrong. I mean, like, you, I don't know. It's a shitty situation. Um, I wish we were getting baseball, but I think it's going to go on for a while. Yeah. And if they cared, they'd be talking today. They'd be talking tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And I mean, the dramatics of people acting like they're not going to fucking watch baseball. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's over the top. (laughs) I mean, it it really is. It was the same thing when TLI got hired last year. There's a whole bunch of fucking white side. I'm not watching this team. He's a drunk. I'm going to motherfucking express my displeasure to ownership. But not buying tickets, and the next thing you know, everybody in the fucking audience taking selfies. So packed you know, fucking it's just, house it, at the rate. Yeah, it, it you just lying to yourself, really, right. honestly, because you're gonna watch the fucking games. Americans love entertainment; they can't get enough of entertainment. That's why you got a fucking hundred million uh, uh, fucking reality TV shows on TV. That's why you got fucking uh, sports galore. Uh, people. Will never be like I'm just gonna not be entertained. Hell no, Americans love entertainment. Baseball is a source of entertainment, and baseball is really damn near the only sport going on in the fucking summer. So people will be tuned in. <laughs> so yeah, that's really what it boils down. You know to. what's tri- what's tripped out is us as fans. We always support guys who play for our team. You know what I'm saying? Ken's a fucking Harold Bain stand. 
We all love T.A., me and Junior. We we like Moncada. A lot of that is because of the jersey they wear. I was talking to Mac earlier, and I was like, motherfuckers love Big Hurt in that White Sox uniform. They don't like Big Hurt in that Athletics uniform. They don't want Big Hurt in that Blue Jays uniform. How much pride is being taken into putting that owner's jersey on? Because I tell you right now, I wouldn't have so many nice tweets if Lucas Giolito was pitching for another fucking team. And I'm kind of on the fence with him, too. I don't think I'd be a Dylan C. stand if he pitched for another team. You know, uh, am I just capping right now? Or am ah, I on the right track? That's always been the case. You always cheer, really, for the front of the jersey. Yeah, I cheer for the front what? of the jersey. I mean, yeah, I think... Everybody I th- knows a player is going to eventually leave your squad. Oh, especially... Whether especially, through age, yeah. free agency retirement, whatever the case may be, they're going to be gone. But guess what? The White Sox is still going to be there. So exactly. you cheer for the front of the jersey. There's no doubt about it. That's where your uh, loyalty really lies is for that team, for the Bulls, for the White Sox, for the fucking Blackhawks. You know, I'm not mentioning that fucking team up north. They will never, ever, what team ever up north? be mentioned. You know, I, I mean? think, I think you, I think like everyone has like, we'll just use baseball for example. Everyone has like that one player that's not a part of our team. Like, mine's obviously Bryce Harper, my favorite player in the league. When Harper was with the Nationals, they came to Chicago. I went to the fucking game in a Harper jersey with a White Sox hat on, and people could say whatever the fuck they want about me. I was cheering for Harper and the Sox, but I mean, like me liking Yo Moncada. If he were to go to fucking Atlanta, like, I'm not going to root for Yon Moncada. I don't give a fuck what he does. You know, I'd be upset if he turned into, like, an MVP caliber player. But, like, it is what it is. I chair for the pinstripes on the front and the and, and the black lettering of socks. I don't I don't care for the name on the back. Hey, I mean, look how finicky fucking White Sox fans is. Frank Thomas, who was, is probably the greatest player to ever wear a White Sox uniform. Not probably. When, he is. When he get, when they shipped him out, and he got into it kind of with the White Sox. Most White Sox fans picked the White Sox uh, position on that. When he got into it with Conurco, most White Sox fans stood with Conurco. Is it because Big Hurt Black? No, I think... Uh, I you think don't really sound too fucking sure, Mac. I don't sound too sure of, either. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I, because you got it. If I, if I could break down White Sox fandom, which is, is changing, let's be honest, it's becoming more corporate. It used to be White Sox fans were South Side guys. They came from all these different fucking Catholic parishes and shit. Kim will know I'm telling the truth on this shit. They yep. came from Bridgeport, uh, motherfucking uh, uh, Mount Greenwood, some Beverly. of the South... Yeah, Beverly, some of the South Suburbs, they went to fucking St. Lawrence, they went to fucking St. Rita, they went to fucking all these different Catholic high schools, and then you had us brothers who come from Inglewood, Chatham, the low end, shit like that, so it's always been a tinge of fucking kind of, you know, a, a tinge of like uh, racial tension a little bit, just because the city is fucking Divided anyway, honestly, if you it's segregated anyway, if you really fucking look at it. But I think with the Frank Thomas and Conurco thing, it was more of 
White Sox view uh, a lot of White Sox uh, fans view Canerco as like the captain, almost like how the fuck a ho- hockey team view a captain, like how the fucking Blackhawks fans viewed uh, my man who's not that good no more, Taves. You know what I mean? That's that's what I think it really boiled down to, man. I think, uh, and plus Frank was injured doing a lot of his end time with the White Sox and Canerco was out on the field playing. So I think that kind of hurt Frank too as well. Well, but, you also had Jay Mariotti around calling him the big skirt and all that kind of stuff. You yeah, know that, what? And that, that, that dumbass. Yeah, yeah, he is a dumbass. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But if you, if you think about it, White Sox fans are sending it anyway. When Chris said, everybody loves watching Chris Sale pitch every five days. Matter of fact, his games was probably some of the most, you know, ticket sales the White Sox had, especially when they was going through their down years. Everybody would go watch fucking Chris Sale uh, pitch. Then all of a sudden, when he went to Boston, he was a piece of shit for cutting up jerseys because he didn't want Wasn't to wear it. Wasn't a piece of shit to me. And, and, and he can't. But I'm just saying, for a lot of White Sox fans, all of a sudden he turned into a piece of shit because he cut up a jersey and, and uh, he went to Boston. People forgot about the greatness of fucking Chris Sale. So, People are always really gonna take the side of the front. Let of the that, let that, anyway. let that fucking third baseman on the Sox leave now, and I bet everyone will say he's trash. Yep. And that's I mean, facts. They, that's uh, facts. Uh, that is one hundred percent true. Yeah. yeah I mean, majority. they turned their back on Maglio Ordonez yeah. real fast, and that was you know partly because him and Ozzy had a little beef or whatever. But all of a sudden, they seem okay like, now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Now they're. They're friends. I think they always were friends, but, you know, he got pissed off, whatever. You know, who cares? But it took Ardonia's a long time to get welcome back to the Sox, and, and some of the fans still hold it against him. You know, when, let, let, to let, be honest, he was far better than Canerco was when they were on the same team. Let fucking yeah. let, let Grandal leave, and people will say, oh, he can't catch for shit. He, all he is good for is a walk or a home run or once in a while a double. Like, it, it's just what – why do we praise these players, right? You want to praise them, fine, whatever. Why do we praise them, and then as soon as they're repping another team's jersey, oh, fuck it, he's a piece of shit. When he was you on your team, you were stroking his fucking cock. We <laughs> overhype players. We overhype players as fans that wear our jerseys. We overhype. We we make them larger than what they really, you know. Like really Nick are. Madrigal. You know, you make Nick uh, Madrigal seem like a five-foot-eight no, guy. You know, everything Everything I ever said about Nick Madrigal was on the money. You never Everything. brought up the North Pole or Christmas. Everything <laughs> I said about Magical was on the mic. So, you know, but well, I you said he was a smart player. He was terrible defensively. He can't, he he can't run the bases. And he can't run he the bases. He was terrible. You're talking about a rookie. Can't, well, he was a rookie. I don't give a fuck. He's going to make rookie mistakes. The game. You, the, you the, told the me fast. he was above that. <laughs> no. I said he's a very intelligent player, which you started to see he was. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't start to see nothing. But I tell you who was all the way wrong. You Mankata stand. You guys was all the way wrong. Y'all haven't had one right prediction about fucking Mankata. He's Get it out your system tonight. Him, what, what y'all call him? Mangata or God Mankata or something? I ain't never said that. Fucking Kim was calling him Manuel some mother, soup. Mother, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> got their Twiddle <laughs> handle, handle saying <laughs> Mangata. I ain't going that what, far. What, what y'all I ain't going that far. <laughs> What y'all, y'all was over here with this old bullshit with Moncada, man. Oh my God. You know, it, it, it was it was out of control. People calling him the GOAT. He hadn't done shit. 
People calling him this. this hey, who's, just, who's he gonna be a superstar? Who's that motherfucker on, who who decided to make a tweet and said, "I'm gonna post a a Yoan Moncada home run every day until we get baseball." Motherfucker, you gonna run out? You gonna run out real quick? You gonna run out real? You gotta post one every three days. You gotta stretch that shit about every four days. Or twice a month. Twice a month. All right. He's not even gonna get That's a how he homers in real life, you asshole. <laughs> He's not even gonna get a whole month worth. He's not even gonna get a half a month worth. Unless it's unless it's February. It's twenty eight days, so he'll get a half a month. I sleep tight February. like a baby knowing you and Moncada could hit home runs for two months and he could have Nick Magical career average, you scumbag. <laughs> Yeah, but still won't slug more than my but still won't slug more than that that's that. Yeah, whatever. At the at explain, the end of the day. Explain to me how a five foot five man, five foot five, probably a buck fifty soaking wet, can out slug a six foot some human being who's like one ninety, two hundred pounds. Explain. Stretching singles into doubles. Stop playing, <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Why? Why Boncada can't stretch singles in the double? <laughs> Zach Collins better than Nick Magical. Now what? <laughs> yeah, okay. Even Kim will not going to agree to that. <laughs> yeah, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking. I'm not taking Zach Collins over. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather. But what I'd about his pop time? I'd rather. This, I'm trolling here. Maybe I'm not. I'd rather have Nick Magical catching and then fucking Zach Collins. <laughs> I'd rather. Kid. I'd rather see what Nick Magical can do behind the plate than fucking Zach Collins because I've already seen enough of that fucking bum. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I mean, not to go away from what we were talking about, but I have to be honest with this one too. Zach Collins is garbage. Sebi Zavala is garbage. We saw him. Neither one of them are that great of a catcher. I know Zavala was supposed to be good, but he was pretty shitty too. I'm almost on the team of let fucking Mercedes catch. And I know he can't catch either, but maybe he can hit a little bit. We saw he could hit a little bit. Fuck, at least he could do something. The other two guys can't do shit. Might as well yeah, let other Mercedes guy, other guys can't there. fucking hit. Can't do, can't do a they, fucking thing. They yeah. can't hit. They can't catch. At least think- he might be able to hit. I think Mercedes. I think Mercedes' uh, attitude calls him king. Right. I yeah. Think, that's uh, true. I think he rubs a lot of people the wrong way, and for people who saying it's just old Tony, no, it's not. I mean, it's been rumors about this guy in baseball. It's yeah, the reason sure. why he had that hitting ability and was uh, laboring in the minor leagues for so long. It, it's it, and it has to do with him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's definitely a head case. But I will yeah, tell is. you, when you know everybody gets all excited when somebody puts a, a when Yon Mankata puts a video of himself doing like a lunge or whatever he's doing in his little workout videos on Instagram. Fucking Mercedes goes pretty strong on his because I see his and he's fucking doing a lot more than Mankata's doing as far as, like, weightlifting. Which I'm impressed because like he's retired, like, three or four times. Yeah, I know. He's retired years. 100 no. times. He did Brett Favre for the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> but he's working hard, you know? I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm being honest, like, you don't make it to the MLB or in any sport and not work hard. Right. So, like, when I see people, and whatever, I'll use fucking Eloy, right? People fucking, or Kopech. People want to watch Kopech throw a fucking ball 109 miles an hour in training. That's cool. He's not the only guy in the world doing that. Right. They all sure. work this hard in the off season. And you want to throw a ball 109 uh, miles an hour, you're going to uh, – let me, let me finish. 
You want to throw a ball 109 miles an hour, you're going to deal with the repercussions, and you're going to blow your fucking arm out. So, and that's what fucking happened. Yeah, I disagree. Though they all work the same. It ain't most no. most it's of them, like a, most of them work hard. You don't you don't it, make it to the professional sport. Bro, the I'm highest telling you, get to by not working your ass. They don't. They don't all work the same, bro. They don't. What I'm, I'm saying, true, what I'm bro. saying is, you have to work your ass off to get there. When you get there, you may just fucking put it in cruise control. Mag Daddy, you think fucking uh, Patrick Wisdom was damn near about to break into tears on the radio? I didn't today listen because to he it. didn't work his ass off, work his ass off to get that opportunity. Bro, that they don't opportunity all, they with don't, the Cubs, they don't all, and now they it's don't gone. All work the same, bro. It's like you ever went to the gym. I don't know if you ever lifted weights or not, a bench press or whatever. So you go to the gym and they ask. They say, "Is those show muscles or go muscles?" It's the difference, bro. They don't all work the same, and that's a lie. That's just the truth. Like you can see the uh, the process that Tim Anderson went through to get to where he is. If Moncada had that same work level that Ta was putting out. Moncada be a fucking true MVP candidate every year, bro. They don't all work the same. Well, you're wrong. I've had Moncada already is a true MVP candidate. Bro. I had I, now I've what? Had, Boom, uh, roasted. I had I've had the pleasure of watching some major league dudes work out, but they don't all work the same. I can tell you for a fact, it's plenty of guys not doing what the fuck a Brigham was doing in the offseason, bro. It's certain guys that just take that shit to a whole nother level, bro. Whole nother level. That's just like saying every basketball player worked at the level of a Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. Hell no. Well, it's levels to this shit. Didn't, didn't my man tell y'all that? Didn't Meek Mills tell y'all it's levels to this shit? <laughs> they don't know. Well, Matt, you got to think, bro. 90% of White Sox Twitter go to the gym way more than me. Put those people in a batter's box against me with just baseball skill rather than hey, just working hey, out. Hey, See how hey, they hey, hey, Okay, hey. Ken Wolf if anybody, throw a, if anybody, a, a if anybody mile wants power to sink her ball past ninety percent of these fucking doofuses. That is true. Can can pull the clip of you hitting ninety mile power fastballs in the cage in the Monarchs? It was eighty five in the Monarchs. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old article. I can't. I, I can't think of. Who wrote it? But it's like three or four years old. And it was Tim Anderson basically explaining what he went through his sophomore, I mean, his junior and his senior year in high school, what he went through in junior junior, uh, college, basically, Juco College, what he went through in the pros. And Tim Anderson tells you he didn't understand how to work out as a professional until like his second year in the MLB, bro. He te- he tells you that. He literally tells you that. He's like, nobody in the locker room told me to step or taught me how to be a professional. And he finally got it. And look at where, look at where he's at now. It's, it's, it's different, bro. It's level did, to what these guys Did anybody want. in the locker room, were they willing to teach him? Well, how many of these guys was really working hard? Well, like well no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming at you. I'm getting to a point of, again, if nobody in that locker room was willing to teach him, these veterans don't give a fuck about these young guys. But I'm saying, what if no, what if the veterans wasn't even working hard like that? Bro? Sure. That's what I, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. These guys work at different levels, bro. They all not working the same. 
They it's not. the Michael like, Jordan thing in the last dance when he first got to the Bulls. He was he was the only non-crackhead, weed smoking, gambling, drinking, whatever <laughs> guy in the fucking locker room. Exactly. He set the you standard as, as as an individual. Go ahead, I mean, man. He turned into a gambler. You 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 got guys that a little bit of drinker. Soon as the season end, they not taking no days off. They not. They in the lab. No, Mike. Mike was fucking filming Space Jam and said, "I want my own basketball court." Uh, now, he wasn't okay, even in the league. Joey. He okay, wasn't even Joey. in the league. So you see the difference, right? No, no. Now I, 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 get, I, I, I get what you're getting at, and I agree with you. There's certain players that that their their off season workouts, hell, even their workouts during the season are a hundred times different than than others. What I'm just saying is like, you can have like the elite talent and, and make your way there, but most players work their ass off to the extent to get there. And then a lot of them, when they get there to that, to the bigs or the NBA or whatever, they just put it in cruise control, especially when they get that first big deal. They're just, okay, cool. I got what I wanted. And then, and then you got your guys like, again, I didn't listen to it, but correct me if I'm wrong. You got your Patrick wisdoms who have worked their fucking ass off, finally get there to get the opportunity to make some sort of money. And now that, that opportunity is slipping away. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta, you gotta think junior too. A lot of this is also based on a guy's athletic ability, his natural athletic talent. You know why Mankata may not work as hard as others? Because of his natural athletic ability. He doesn't have Right. He doesn't it, to, thank right. you. It's, it's a difference. It's like, that's what amazes me about T.A. T.A. was still learning the game of baseball at a professional level, but he was still being successful at it. You know why? Because his natural athletic ability. So some guys, they can be in cruise control. They'll never reach their full potential, but they can be in cruise control and still be successful because of their natural talent. And that's why I don't like when people say, well, all these guys have to work their ass off to get to where they're at. Bro, I've just seen kids that just got natural athletic ability and blow every fucking body away just naturally and make it, bro. A hundred percent. And you got to think about the game of baseball. Uh, it's a, it's a situational sport built on athleticism. That's how you win. What can your athleticism get you in and out of, bro? I've seen, fuck, growing up watching Nomar Garcia Parra, he, he got to more baseballs than Derek Jeter. He made plays that Derek Jeter didn't make, even though Derek Jeter had the fucking the throw. No was a superhuman. I'm everybody's a superhuman. That athleticism is important. And Julie, bias sucks. And Julie, Fuck think you. about this. <laughs> think about this, Julian. Remember when uh, Abreu came to the White Sox and his first year, they had to shut him down because he was injuring himself because he was working so much. He was like giving himself, I think, like plantar fasciitis or some shit. Because he was consistently putting in work, like he was. It, it, it still popped thirty dingers. Yeah, yeah, he was a worker fucking holy, bro. Like, do you think Eloy is working like fucking Jose O'Brien? Like, how many players do you think on the White Sox? I don't know, but Eloy, Eloy posting fucking like, pictures of the commissioner's trophy, so it turns me on a little bit. But I'm saying, how many <laughs> you think working like Jose O'Brien? Not that many guys. No, I, I get it. In that I work get it. like that. I get it. Robert looks to be one of those guys. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, he works I, I, I his ass off. Yeah. But Jose yeah, he works his ass off, and then though. he'll go eat fucking six pizzas from Pizza Hut. So <laughs> that motherfucker, I, he, he's got to have the most fucked up diet in MLB. Like it is so fucked. <laughs> like fourteen year old Kenwo boy. <laughs> you know, he 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 young. He can get away with it now. But that's that's why Robert, you gonna see him reach that level of greatness because he got the work ethic to go along with the natural ability. That's what makes uh, him so promising. That's why you can. That's why you can kind of believe in Robert's ceiling or his ability to reach his full potential. Because of his work ethic, man. Like I said, I don't think baseball fans or us White Sox fans are really enjoying what we're seeing in Robert. Robert is a special, I am enjoying special it. player. Anytime you can turn a single, literally a single up the middle to the center fielder into a double, you are fucking ridiculous. Like your I'll throw motor, his ass out, but go ahead. Yo, I don't think so. 60 miles per hour ain't going to get it done. Yo, 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 that's uh, not Carrie throwing that ball now. That's me. Your arm ain't gonna do it. Your arm ain't gonna do it. But I mean, the guy is ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Like, even Ken, who, you know, he don't give, uh, he hate prospects. He'll tell you that. He, he don't even show respect to Prescott. Even Ken got to show respect to Robert because he, he sees he see something different. That's a different right. human being. He just is. He just needs like, to keep his hamstrings in. in uh, yeah, he needs to not uh, <laughs> himself. That's the key. Can he play the way he plays? Like, go all out the way he go all out and stay healthy. That's gonna Did be Derrick good. Rose do that? Uh, he couldn't. Griffey did, yeah. Griffey, did Griffey did it for a while. Griffey did it for a while. Griffey did it for a while, and it caught up to him. Yeah, those Cincinnati days was ugly, Jack. My man was limping around the dugout. Hey, Luis is 23. I hope it hasn't caught up to him already. At least give me a few years of fucking prominence, please. I don't, I don't think it has, but it's just his style of play. Like, he has no let up in him. Okay, but like don't you think don't he, you think a coach has to pull him to the side and be like, hey, we understand. I don't, like, I don't think you can shut that motor off. I don't. No. I think it's it's impossible. That's how he's used to playing. You, you. It's like it's like having a a a, a Lamborghini and doing the speed lift. He can't do it, bro. <laughs> he can't. He can't. It's just this fucking guy is beating out balls and shortstop, bro. He can't. La- that's a. We got a Lamborghini, <laughs> and you think and you think he's gonna go. Hey, some of, some of the funniest shit last year is like, I I would I would love seeing like Luis at bat. And like he, like you just said, beating up fucking ground balls or shortstop, you would see like him. We'll just like use Javier Baez for example. Fucking hit a ground ball to Baez. Baez fucking get it like it's a routine and look like holy shit, and have to fucking rifle the ball over the first. And Luis gets saved. I want to see the look on Javier Baez face. All because he thought happened. it was just a routine fucking play, and he goes, "Oh, this motherfucker just outbeat a fucking routine hit to fucking shortstop." Do you know how much pressure that put on the on on the field? Listen, like, we said, we say it all the time. Put the ball in play. Make the defense make a play. That's and this shit is like twenty times even tougher, dude. Because you have to field the ball perfectly to get him out. If he hits the ball to center field, you have to field the ball perfectly as a center fielder, or he's going to second. Bro, he makes you do everything perfect. 
Because if you don't, he's going to be on pay. He's going to make you pay. He's a fucking different type of animal. That's why I fucking love Louis Roberts. The man is different. There's no fucking turnoff switch with this guy. I'm gonna ask you these. I'm gonna ask you guys this right now. How many players are in the league that could put pressure on all seven guys in the field? How many guys? Luis Robert is one. Acuna is one. I don't think Trout is anymore. Soto is not. Tatis maybe. Tatis, yeah. Um, I mean, I seen Javier Baez still first, but he's still a piece of shit, right, Ken? Right. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's not his. Mookie, the- Mookie can do it. Mookie can do it. What about we're missing out on that type of talent because of this fucking lockout? Starling Marte was pretty good at it. Especially last year. Last year could have been probably his best statistical year of his career. And that was with less taters, Ken. Yep. And we missed out on that because we're, we're stroking ourselves to Michael fucking Comporto. I love you, Scooter. But if you put on that White Sox jersey. I might fucking protest. Hey, saw, and black saw, people are good with protests. I saw a thing today that uh <laughs> Jesus. I saw <laughs> I saw a thing today that Colorado is interested. I'm like, God, please, please give him give I him hope they sign. Give him the whole I hope they sign. We throwing a bad guy party if if they sign Scooter. Please. please. I would rather have Chris Bryant than Michael Conforto. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Let me talk to you. Yeah. And yeah. and and part of me just wants Chris Bryant just to laugh at those fucking losers up north. Absolutely. That's, part of that's it. I'm getting canceled. I'm getting canceled. I love that. I but, can't wait. Know, I can't wait to see the tweet from like fucking Ken Rosenthal or Jeff Passan, Chris Bryant returning to Chicago. I can't fucking wait. What if Bob Nightingale be the one that leaks it? Fuck him. Fuck My pal him. Bob. I'm a good friend of his. Hey, that's hey, yeah. I'm not gonna disrespect <laughs> Ken's good friend Bob, okay? <laughs> but fuck you, Bob. You were making my fucking dick hard thinking baseball is coming. I'm like <laughs> This guy's on to something. And then you did the typical boob thing. You, you made me stay out. up late, Bob. Yes. You yeah, made I know. me stay I was up, up late. late. I was up to like two in the morning. Staying up late. I was up to like two in the morning <laughs> thinking we're going to fucking hit a deadline. And yeah, this fucking loser. Oh, man. And then I saw it when I saw that Manfred extended it to March 1st. I'm like, oh, we're 100% hitting this. Nightingale finally hit on something. And then he, he fucked us over again. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah, bro. I all got excited for no reason, man. Shut and the you, fuck up. You, you can't take these. You can't take this media so serious, bro. They gotta sell papers, advertisement, clicks. This is all fucking entertainment, bro. You see, I, man, for smiling like somebody made a good joke at the press. Yeah, so, <laughs> they turn this shit into reality TV. The days of our lives and shit. This is like the a days of our lives. You know, you can't fucking take this shit serious, bro. That's why I say wake me up when the fucking deal is done. Everybody wake up in June, here, buddy. Wake you up in June. Everybody over here, fuck, I, and I'll be watching in June. I'm not, I love baseball, so it don't matter when. They, they can start in fucking August. I'll be there with remote in hand watching the fucking hey, game. Hey, we, st- we start game. in August. We start in August. We might win the World Series. We have to historically be the best August team in, like, baseball history. Just you you, you sick? You competing with Bears preseason, boy? Ain't nobody gonna be in the stands. Also, yeah. also, yeah. White Sox. Okay. The, the 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 less games the White Sox have to play, the better chance we have at winning, in my opinion. Preach. Man, look look how also, Rock is. Uh, also, I've, 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 I got a question. Do you think? I was thinking this earlier. You think the owners are just doing this on purpose to see what like a hundred and forty game season is like? Possibly. 
I, I read something that Ken Rosenthal put a thing out like they still get all the TV money yeah. if they miss up to 25 games. Yep. So maybe around that 26th game, you might, you know, they maybe then they'll break a little bit and, and uh, they come up with a, a better deal. It'll be a deal cut in the middle of March or beginning of April. So not even going to extend that. But here, that here's, here's the thing. If you, you cut a deal even last week in March, we'll say March 27th, the deal strikes. Players have to be there by March 31st. You can't just go straight to regular season right away. Oh, yeah. The regular season wouldn't be till May then. Till May. May 1st would be like the first day. Yeah, you. I, I'm telling you. May, middle of May, you'll have a season. They're not finna fucking extend it out. As, as they, they are getting over a little petty shit. Both of the groups are getting over a little petty shit. They really extremely close. Like I say, it got, it's, it's a, this shit gotta be like dramatized. <laughs> this shit is like like Sports Center gotta fucking dramatize this shit. All these fucking media networks. This you know how many clicks they getting right now just bringing up the fucking uh You like had that, Mad like, Dog and Stephen A. Smith yelling at each other on ESPN. That. I'm not yeah. trying to have my no grandpa's arguing like, on like, TV. Like think about it. You uh Ken at the beginning of the show, he almost made us fucking shed a tear talking about a player who just fought his fucking way. To the major leagues, and now it might be all gone because of the fucking lockout. I mean, look at the fucking dramatics. You know what I mean? You got you you, you got people tuned in to these type of fucking stories, bro. This shit is all drama. It's right? the theater. Don't get a deal done. But I guarantee you, you know, they said, "Oh, the players' union unanimously decided to vote against it." Uh, I don't buy that for a second. There's no way Patrick Wisdom was voting against coming back and yeah. playing. There's no way. How many I, Patrick Wisdoms it, it is out there, Matt, uh, Ken? How many there's Patrick a lot. Wisdoms there's more than you think. There. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more than you think there is. How I many bet you it's like 40% of them. How many people voting against a $200,000 increase? Yeah, not, none of those young guys. Come on, man. <laughs> think about that. Especially hey, when hey. they're only asking for like ten thousand more than the owners were giving them, those those young guys are all in, guaranteed. Some yeah. details is getting murky out there. Yep. Yeah, I, I, they have to. This shit all drama, man. I'm telling you, all these media outlets they getting they clicks then double. They the mm-hmm. fucking interest level and what they have to say right now is at a all, all time high right? because the spring training was going on. A lot of these media outlets, people wouldn't even be paying attention to because they'd be locked in their, uh, into their home team, into their favorite team. They'd be locked into what's going on with them. But all these media outlets, they're getting so much fucking attention right now. These sports media outlets getting so much attention right now because of the fucking drama that's going on with this lockout. It's just sales. Drama sales. Bro, why do you think the fucking elections now has turned into like a sporting event, bro? Like, Fucking inter- drama is fucking entertainment. People love it, bro. They eating it up. Trust me. That's that's 100% true. Yeah, yeah look, at what, look at what we're doing with the, with the Russia and Ukraine crisis. You know what I'm saying? Us in America, we're up in arms. Motherfuckers are walking. You know, like y'all said, drama sells. It's sick. Yeah, they, they going to be uh, planning, mate. I would. I, to me, I'd be shocked. If they don't have games in there, I would and, totally be shocked. 
you know, to what you guys were talking about, I think if they're going to, if they want to put so many teams in the playoffs, they they should probably cut down the season anyway. There's no need to have 162 games if you're going to put half the league in the playoffs. So maybe they are trying to toy with that, you know? Where's the competitive balance in that? Where's the competition? When you, when half your fucking league makes the playoffs, all you got to do is suit up the whole, the the season, however many games. That shit's crazy. You know, you got eight to 10 teams that aren't trying to win in any given year anyways. You know what I mean? So I don't know. The playoffs are almost set. There's a battle for like six spots. (laughs) That would be absolutely garbage. How many teams would make the playoffs that's like below 500? That would be fucking garbage. Right. I mean, you'd get like 83 win teams in the playoffs for sure. You might might even get a 500 team. Yeah, a 79 win team. uh, In some years, you might. I don't know. That's that's terrible. Mm -hmm. And then all it allows organizations to do is to say, look, we were in the playoffs. We were fucking competitive, but you really was. You know, it's, I don't like it. it. It's bullshit to me. Uh, the baseball season always separated the man from the boys. Always was a grind. It, it, it means something. And if you add all those fucking things, to me, you lose the value of what the baseball grind was, what the season was. I, you cannot add that fucking many things. Where it's at now, it's perfect. You got the fucking wild card play-in game. It's good enough. That adds drama to the season. And then the format, like it is now, is perfect. You do not need to add anymore. You do not try to need to try to make it like an NFL model where you got a bye week or bye series or whatever the fuck. It's getting too goofy. You know, cut the goofy shit out. Leave it alone. It's perfect the way it is now. You did your job. You expanded it. You got a fucking, uh, basically like a blackout game every year. That's good right. enough. No, I agree with you. I agree with you because, yeah, the NFL could get away with it because there's so few games to begin with that, you know, all the teams are like nine and nine and nine and eight now, nine and seven before, you know, so that's fine. Have them go in the playoffs because there isn't enough time to separate. But, uh, you know, when you start making it like the NBA, at least in the NBA, you know what team is going to win that first round. What is it, like 99% of the time the one seed beats the eight? You know, mm-hmm. in baseball, it ain't going to be like that. Your one seed is no. going to get – it's going to lose. You know, you don't want that team to go down to some fucking 79-win team that just got hot at the right time. That's terrible. And that's hey, not how baseball gonna, should be. You're going to make it harder to have – some premier possible premier uh world series like oh absolutely like this year people was looking forward to possibly a dodger astros world series or a dodgers yankees world series or whatever okay and i'm a white Sox fan but i know what people were fucking looking for you know what i mean people like those premier fucking matchups and what baseball is going to do is they're going to make it harder to have those premier fucking matchups. Can you imagine, like, the fucking 78 win Pirates and the fucking <laughs> who, who the fucking uh, uh, 
83 win uh, some Tampa bogus Bay. team in the yeah Tampa Bay Rays or some shit like your favorite on, team. <laughs> yeah, like disgusting. They gotta cut it out. You know they they doing too much. Like I said, you get the blackout game every year. That's great. Um, and both leagues, you get that play in game every year. That's enough drama right there. Then you got the uh, divisional round. Then you got the uh, the championship round and the World Series. That's perfect. You don't need to extend it any more than that. And the way you did it with the play-in round, it kind of punishes the wild card team because they can't really set up their uh, pitching staff, so it punishes them a little Let bit. Let me ask you something That's now. Perfect. You're you're on the subject of pitching staffs in the playoffs. What if the major league trimmed the number of games down in the playoffs? Say a five game World Series, a three game yeah. divisional, anything like wild that. card, wild card, super wild card, one game. Raise the sense of urgency in the postseason. You think no, that'll help like the that. game? No, baseball doing fine now. It's outpacing the NBA, the World Series is. World Series outpacing the NBA by a huge amount. Not even by a small, it's by a huge amount. Nobody ever going to catch up to the NFL. So they can forget that. NFL is in its own stratosphere. But baseball is outpacing the NBA. And this is for everybody who keeps saying baseball is an old man's sport and all this. No, it's not. If you look at the numbers, how much money is being spent on youth baseball? Shit, Ken will paying out his ass right now for youth baseball. And he's selling fucking tricky. foot picks. Feet very picks tricky. from Kenwo to pay that shit. <laughs> so he's selling those monarchs, too. Yeah. There's plenty oh. of, of fucking uh, uh, parents that's doing that. Plenty. I mean, look at the expansion of baseball just on the south side of Chicago. As far as with what the White Sox Ace has done, what Jackie Robinson West has done, what uh, Luke Collier, Daryl Butler, Karan. Kar- um, or Kareem, sorry if I'm messing up your name, brother, but look at all of those number of players that's just growing on the south side of Chicago. Like, look at the stars in baseball. They are, Most of them are young. It's not like the old guy anymore is the star of the MLB. It's, it's really like youthful players, guys who barely, some of these guys not even in their 30s, not even in their late 20s, some of these guys. So the baseball, the game of baseball is headed in the right di- direction. And all these young players like Soto, Tatis, Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, um, Yo your, boy, uh, your boy, your boy, Yoan Moncada. Say it, Max. I'm fucking respecting nah. his name for once. Jesus. Nah, absolutely not. <laughs> your boy uh, uh, over there with the Phillies. You know, hey, Bryce. Bryce Harper, yeah. Motherfucker was playing so, in the MLB when he was 19. Yeah, Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, there's a lot of young yeah. players. Yeah, Bo Bichette, guys Vlad Guerrero, yeah. Uh, Ronald Acuna, how the fuck could I leave Ronald Acuna? I mean, these guys, are, these guys are adding to the fucking sauce of the league, and it's great, and they're the superstars of the league. So, baseball heads in the right direction. You don't need to fucking change the game. You don't need to fucking... Seven inning is horrible. Look at the confusion they had on whether my man with the diamond back to the no hit at the time, my Madison Bumgarner. They had a hard time trying to figure out should he get a no hitter or not. Leave the fucking game alone. It's not any. 
If you're gonna do double head uh headers, it should be nine innings. What you can do is you can add an extra two roster spots if that make you feel better. If you need to bring up a couple of more arms for the nine inning double headed game, that's fine. But leave the fucking game alone. You don't need to put some type of kitty ass player on fucking second base. I, that's right. one. I was. That's why I wasn't even mad at Tony for not even understanding that fucking one. Like, what the fuck is this little league? Tony, <laughs> Tony ain't coach little league probably ever. But you got right. fucking little league rules in the game. I fucking hate it in little league. We got screwed by that last year in some fucking tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. Like, yep. you should be able to hit your way on. All that started. Bumgarner's no hitter. That should have counted, by the way. It should have counted. I mean, it yeah. should have. I, I agree. But that show you how stupid going seven innings did. Well, it makes no down. it makes no sense to me. And again, maybe this sounds stupid to others. You're gonna. I didn't mind if you had a doubleheader or seven inning game. I didn't mind it personally, but whatever. It. If if it was nine innings, I wasn't gonna hate it. Um, I thought it was something cool to try. But my thing was, if you're gonna make a seven inning game an official game, don't you think a no hitter should be official in seven innings? Yeah, absolutely. If you're that's, if you're counting it as it. an official game, exactly. that's yeah. an official no hitter. If someone's getting yeah. a man w got the first out and the last out. If somebody's and getting a W and somebody's getting an L, like come on now. And as a baseball fan, you know, everybody everybody don't like fucking candy ants. Everybody ain't gonna like fucking baseball. So for you to try to change everything to try to bring everybody in the game to like your sport. I'm sorry, if they attention span is not fucking long enough to understand the details of the game of baseball, then the game of baseball just ain't for them. Not for everybody. You know, so stop trying to fucking change the game to try to make it fit into the so-called today's kid or today's market. Fuck that. The game of baseball is beautiful. All that shit matters. The, 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 the game between the hitter and the pitcher the pitcher playing mental games with the hitter, the hitter playing mental games with the pitcher. All that shit matters. Don't fuck up the game of baseball because you're trying to bring in a couple of extra fans that really not fucking die hard anyway. Right. You know, so leave the fucking game alone. You still yeah, I, think, have- I think the one thing they could do, and they've already done it in the minors so for a long time now, so I don't know why they don't just bring it to the majors because all these pitchers have dealt with it already is put the pitch clock in, you know, have mm-hmm. them throw the pitch by 30 seconds, boom, go. And your game's going to get quicker, well, a lot quicker doing that than fucking around with man on second base and all that shit, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't think we ever see that at the MLB level. I don't know why. I mean, if all these pitchers have already done it in the minor leagues, then why aren't they going to put it in the major leagues for it's you better know. than cutting the game to seven innings. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're trying. willing to circumcise the game, you could might as well just put a timer on stuff. Get right. stuff moving. That's right. all you got to do. Keep the momentum and the than, flow of the game. It's better than adding a man on second base. Yeah, it's a lot better than that. <laughs> a lot of you motherfuckers on this pod ain't you know, getting the like, second base, but that's another conversation. Uh, <laughs> like, to me, the, the fucking game of baseball ain't boring. Just think. There's so many things going on. Like, when you take your fucking son to a game, you could have him, you you and your son talking about what's the next pitch the guy might throw, why this middle infielder moved over here, why this outfielder moved there. I mean, it's a lot to fucking discuss. That's the beauty of the game. 
So why are you trying to take out the fucking beautiful detail of baseball? Leave it the fuck alone. Baseball is fine. Right. A lot of a lot of motherfuckers on the internet is pro player in this situation when they never even walked in a baseball player's shoes. How many people on the internet heard their cleats scrape against the fucking concrete? How many fucking people had to long toss with their best friend of seven years on a team they played with? How many fucking people could wear a jersey with their name on the back after a game they just fucking struck out 12 in seven innings or hit two home runs? Uh, Yeah. Fuck you, pal. (laughs) People people are fucking uh, pro players because, let's be honest, it's easy politically to be pro player. And vote for Joe Biden. It's the op- it's the optics of politics, but none of these people when the fucking hotel workers walking downtown with a fucking picket sign because they down there making I don't know ten dollars an hour cleaning rooms and toilets and shit. You you don't see these same people that's pro players going down there holding up a picket sign with them saying give me more money, but then they gonna argue that fucking seven hundred thousand dollars for a fucking player is not enough money. Man, get the fuck out of here. A and they call you a piece be, of shit if you do if you disagree. A lot of this shit be fake, <laughs> fake ass political activism shit, bro. Like a lot of these people are not even fucking involved in labor. A lot of these people don't even give money to labor unions. Like, how many of these people who are fucking professionals, accountants, uh, whatever, all these other fucking in these other industries that fucking uh, don't have labor unions? How many of these people are donating to their fucking local labor? How many send, How many people are sending, even though they're not in the union, sending dues every fucking month to a local labor union since they support the fucking labor movement so much? It's all fucking bullshit, bro. And that's why I don't like this fucking social media age, really, because it's all a bunch of fake political activism shit. Like, nobody is really out there getting their fucking hands dirty. Nobody really out there getting their boots dirty. Nobody really out there really are true activists. They just get to fucking put out a tweet, oh, I support the players and don't even really know what the fuck is going on because it's the easiest thing to do. You don't have to put any fucking work behind that. You don't have to put any fucking skin in the game. You don't have to put your money where your fucking mouth is. It's all bullshit. Reach. I give too much money to my labor union. I'm just saying. <laughs> I seen the I seen the the the, the, the uh, custodian workers downtown last year walking out there with picket signs downtown because they ain't making no fucking money. I didn't see not one person tweet out a tweet about them custodian workers down there with picket signs. Not one of these people who so fucking pro player. Was out there walking with the fucking people with the picket sign. Because well, I mean, the custodian that, that's not that's not that's not entertainment to them, so it doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah, they're exactly. pro player, not pro people. Remember that. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit, bro. It really is. Like, not like you. You want to talk about these fucking players being able to do what they doing? Get some fucking respect to Kurt Flood. How about that? Go write an article about him. Go do some right. shit like that. How about that? If since you're really concerned, go back to where this shit all started and get. I got big bro worked up today. What the fuck y'all put in his cereal? I'm just saying, bro. It's just the, the fucking this 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 fucking 
age where people try to act like they fucking support something but don't really support it. That shit is like fake, bro. It, re- it really is. And the fake fucking pretend shit need to stop. It really do. Like, it's easy to say you for I'm fucking pro player. What the fuck do that really mean? <laughs> Nothing. Like, get the fuck out of here with the bullshit. Some of these people in HR departments, in the HR departments, and some of these corporations firing people I don't make the fucking rules. I mean, Rob Manning for terrible, though. That, that is true. But he's not terrible because of this labor thing. He's been terrible because he's been trying to fucking ruin the game of baseball slowly but surely with a lot of these goofy-ass rules and some of this other shit he's on. So he's garbage. No doubt about it. You know, I have no fucking respect for the Matter of fact, I long for the days of Bud Selig, and I never thought I would say that, but for I take Bud Selig any day over this. You know what I mean? I agree with uh, that. I agree with that, too. He can go on about his damn business, but it has nothing to do with this labor disagreement. It's just this man is just simply whack and not good for the game of baseball. So, But this it, this pro-union talk, guess what? If you want, you, if you so pro-union, write a check. It's easy. You got all these different locals out there, especially half of them, half the of great, them don't know how to write a check. In the great blue state of fucking uh, Illinois, the great blue state of Illinois, and in Chicago in general, you got a hundred unions you can donate to. You can donate to the public service union. You can donate to the carpenters union. You can donate to the electricians union. You can donate to the transportation union. You could donate to uh, the teachers union. You got yeah, don't, these... don't do that. They they got too much money in that <laughs> teachers union. You got all these unions. You could be uh, right checks to showing your support to. Since you pro labor now, you, you guys are pro labor. You could write your check to these labor unions, but you won't. Yeah. And then you got people. You got people. Who, uh, Goldman Sachs employees talking about they fucking they fucking pro they fucking where they do that at get the fuck out of here man stop it and and then when you're talking about like players you know you want all this stuff okay then why don't you get rid of the guaranteed contracts oh no 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 you can't mention that chris davis fucked the orioles for a good five six years you know no vaseline no lube yeah you still can't where's the consent chris davis chris chris davis is the reason manny's in fucking san diego and not in baltimore that's true and i loved i loved baltimore manny loved yeah yeah absolutely true what's my man who they celebrate every year Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. Hey, come on, man. Like, to me, 700K as a base salary is fair. Guaranteed. And if you can't live off 700K, I don't know what you're doing. 
I don't. I mean, it, it, I don't know what I just I don't know. Roblox, I, I don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? If, and if you want, if you want the uh, the hundred million dollar contract, forty million per, work your ass off. Per, there you go. Get better. But, but seven hundred is a nice Florida signing. Nice, nice, comfortable. Florida you got to be careful, a, Junior. You can't ask nobody to be better. As a matter of fact, I money. believe. As a matter of fact, I believe it's seven hundred k. You are a top three percent earner in this country. Definitely top five percent. That means you make more than ninety five. No, 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 no. See, but but then the, then then country. Twitter says they have to pay taxes on, it, and then they got to pay their agent, and then they have so a mortgage, and then they so have a mortgage and stuff like that. So let me guess. And Ken a Porsche. Who, yeah. So that's Ken a shame. Wu, who is a Ken Wu who is a teacher. He don't got. Morgan, he don't got to pay taxes. He don't I'm get saying, the fucking, hey, 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 hey. I'm he don't saying, got a fucking car note. He don't I'm get, just saying what the trolls bro, on Twitter say. That's a part of life. If you gave Ken Wu $700,000 a year. Oh, no, no, no. We are oh, not baby. doing that. We are not doing yeah, that. It, it, because it, you know it, what he it, would it, do? You know what he would do? He'd make a call to the Yomiori fucking giants or whatever and say, what's it going to take to get Daniel Polk over here? And we're, we're not right. going, we're not going down that route. We're not going 15 minutes. That's a 15 minute call. We're not going. I'm bringing him back. Kim will be living a fantastic life. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. <laughs> He'll be sitting in the scout seat down there every other game. Living oh a fantastic God. life. Fantastic. For a little while. Can't can't live on that scout seat diet for too long. <laughs> but I tried. That, that, that is true. But <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. Come on, man. You know how out of touch that sound? Like fucking seven hundred k. What? That's the neat that, That's like, how it felt I mean, like like when I, when I, I saw like Scherzer touch. when I saw like Scherzer and them come out and again like back to Anthony Rizzo's comment. Like this is for the next generation. Like you know how stupid you sound. Like because everyone knows the truth. Everyone knows like. The Max Scherzers don't care. The Manny Machados don't care. Like they're gonna get theirs. That's that's the well, thing. That how, how about the fans? How about the fans? Fuck the fans. That's busting his ass every day at work, eight hour shift mm-hmm. every day at work, just to be able to go buy tickets for him and his son, or him and his daughter, or him and his wife, or his family. To go watch a fucking game. When he go to the baseball game, he's spending fucking upward, upwards of 300 if he's taking a, like a family of four because it's fucking hot dogs and all that's so expensive. The ticket prices are steady going up. So if you so fucking pro people and you care about the fucking little guy, how about think about the fucking fans who fucking can't take his family to a baseball game to fucking enjoy it because the ticket prices through the roof. Because you think seven hundred fucking k is not good enough, and then you get Manfred making a comment that only, like both sides are at fault, and we should have listened to the fans. Excuse me, I'm muted on three social media platforms, and Manfred's going to say, "Listen to the fans, asshole." Listen I mean, I feel fans. bad for the like the stadium ops people and the vendors and and the people that clean the stadium, shit like that. I mean, that 2020, they lost, you know, most of their season. And now it's happening again because these two idiots groups can't come together and make a deal. I mean, it's it sucks. Uh, then uh, Jerry in, in, in uh, 
2020. Didn't Jerry yeah. pay all of them? Jerry did, yeah. He, he paid them all, him, yeah. The Bulls and Sox <laughs> employees, yeah, he did. Yeah, he gave them a full wage. I wouldn't be shocked if he did a classy move like that again. Like, I know everybody get on Jerry ass because he's not spending $250 million, $300 million on the White Sox. I'd like him to. You know, I understand why everybody <laughs> get on his ass. But Jerry is a pretty loyal fucking dude. And as far as, like, for my community, he's done a lot of shit uh, in my community. White Sox age program, how many players have, are making it to the uh, getting drafted for the MLB yeah. because of this program. I mean, so I, that's one reason why I don't speak ill of Jerry. You know, you can get mad at him for Michael Jordan. You can get mad at him because he don't go out there and spend – you know, two hundred and fifty million on one guy, three hundred million on one guy. Hey, I understand all that, but at the end of the day, Jerry loyal and he does take care of his people. I salute because it's a it's a it's some people on fucking White Sox Twitter uh, drop you for a bag of fucking Skittles real quick. You know what I mean? So at least Jerry loyal. I mean, you can look through the owners of and Major League Baseball, and I'd take Jerry ahead of a whole bunch of other ones. <laughs> At least 90% yeah. of these assholes. <laughs> yeah. Of course you would. That's because yeah. you got your boy Harold into the Hall of Fame. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Jerry's my guy. <laughs> I also, I've also like to throw it out there, Jerry, if you do want to sign a player to a $300 million deal, I'm all fucking for it. That'll make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if he ever That's how you show loyalty, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, Jerry were, is uh 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 He's a, he's a, man, I, he's a loyal dude, man. You can't take that away from him. Like, he's loyal as fuck. Sometimes that, it's, sometimes he's too loyal for his own good, to be honest. That's true. That's true. Sometimes yep. he is, but. I like the Adam Eaton signing. I don't, I don't care. When he, uh. I like the When Jay, <laughs> this man could have canceled out Jay Williams' contract when Jay Williams was on the book. He could have canceled this man's contract. I'm sorry about that. Jay Williams actually went off on somebody on, uh. Man, yeah, I'm talking about Jerry. Yes, yeah, it was, it's yeah. kind of cool story. I was watching it live when it happened. Somebody was talking shit about Jerry, and like Jay Williams stepped in and said, "Like, don't talk shit." Like, basically said, "Don't talk shit about that man." Like, I, it was literally in his contract not to be riding your motorcycle after like nine o'clock at night because everyone knew he loved bikes. Obviously, goes out, gets hurt, ends his career, and Jerry straight up paid him out his contract and then paid all of his fucking hospital bills. When Jerry straight up could have said, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, I don't owe you a fucking yeah. penny. And he would have been right for doing it. He, yeah. he, he People would have tried to say he was wrong, but it would have been right for doing it because it was in yeah. his contract. So that's why I don't listen to that stuff on Jerry, man. You got, he got a program, like I said, and there's plenty of, but just the white size age program, that in general is fucking great because with the price of uh, travel ball now, a lot of these kids wouldn't be able to afford it. A lot of these kids' parents wouldn't be able to afford it. What are you doing? Giving them great chances. They also, a lot of them getting uh, scholarship opportunities, not just getting drafted, but they also getting some of their schooling paid for. So I salute Jerry, man. I, I don't have any sour grapes towards Jerry. I think uh, you could have a lot worse than what you got with Jerry Ryan. Though. And like I said, yeah. Even me, I would want to be like, go spend fucking four hundred million on Mookie Betts, please. Yeah, I want that, <laughs> but I mean, I'm also realistic and understand what type of owner Jerry is, but I also can salute him for the great things he do in the community and for his loyalty. 
And that's one reason I pay respects to Kenny Williams because everybody talks shit about how cheap Jerry is. But Kenny Williams understood how to work within those parameters. He understood how to at least put the best possible product he could put on the field within Jerry fucking parameters and he actually got a fucking ring out of it. A ring we probably would have never seen. And a lifetime job he don't deserve. If somebody else was at the hand. Watch your mouth. Shut the fuck up. Watch your mouth. You shut up. Watch your mouth. Kenny developed. You know, I I mean, Kenny had his issues too. Like, you know, and, and Ozzy too. But Jerry was too loyal and didn't recognize that right away. And they kind of ran the team down into the ground there for a little bit together. You know what I mean? And and maybe that was that that was a that was a point right there where his loyalty cost him, you know, because he he felt loyal to the guys that got it done. And he let it go on a little bit too long and then it kind of blew up in his face. So, you know, he has his faults, but I don't really, I don't necessarily hate the guy. I mean, he's better than most owners that you could get. He's by yeah. far the best owner in this I city. Mean, so, salute him. <laughs> salute. You got to salute the guy. I mean, people just went off about what's going on in the NFL with the, with the guy in Miami, uh, Flores. People just went crazy about that. Think about fucking Jerry had Jerry Mayne. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Hired Kenny Williams as the general manager, not a team president or whatever his title is. He had up there. Uh, gave Ozzy a shot. Ozzy and Kenny Williams are, are probably like the first Latino and first black GM combination to win the fucking World Series or something like that. I mean, right. you got you got to get this man fucking credit, bro. Right. You do. You know, uh, I almost got canceled the other night because I had a list of my, my uh, top five favorite leadoff guys. And, you know, the people that run my Twitter account forgot to put Ricky Henderson in there. And I, I had to bring out my <laughs> fucking burner just to protect myself. Um, Ken, I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. what was it about Ricky Henderson that just made him one of the GOATs? Well, I mean, Henderson could take you deep. He could work the count and get on base. And if he did get on base, he'd fuck. He'd be in the fucking pitcher's head. It didn't matter what pitcher was out there. He was in their head because everybody in the whole park knew he was going and he'd steal a hundred bases. And then if he didn't go and that pitcher's worried about him going and tries to throw a fastball past Jose Canseco, he'd put it 500 feet into the upper deck. And you know, that, that, that's a lot to do with Henderson. He just, he was he was different, and he would shit talk you. He had he, Ken. What know. did you just say? He'd get on base and do what? It's steal. How many He'd times a year? A hundred times a okay, year. Okay, thank you. I just <laughs> want to make sure everyone heard that. A hundred times a year, um, <laughs> and he was just he was a great player, flashy player. Um, people like to say like Tony Larusa can't handle these new players. Tim, Ricky Henderson. As flashy as you think Tim Anderson is, he's not even close to how flashy Ricky Henderson was. Okay. So um, he was just the whole package. I think Henderson's one of the top 10 players of all time. Easy. Ricky Ricky was Mr. Swag of baseball. Mm -hmm. Like he invented swag in baseball. Like 
he was popping this collar before Triple Six Monster. Like they got that shit from him by that's twenty what, years. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what that's what Ricky Henderson was doing coming out of the box. And Ricky let you know how fucking good he was, and he talked about himself in the third person. This is yep. fucking beautiful. People think that's an asshole. He might have been a lunatic. Oh, that's, oh, that's greatness. That's greatness. You know, you hear about some of the stories of uh, Ricky Henderson and Julian Love stories, especially like MJ stories and shit. Go look at some of the stories of Ricky Henderson talking to fucking players, like when he called uh, your boy Harold from uh, the, the baseball. Mariners. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that story is funny. That's the best story I ever fucking heard about Ricky Henderson. He actually said it. He he got his first check was a million dollars from the athletics. And he didn't know what to do with it. He didn't know, like, do I take it to a bank or, like, what I do? So he said he took it, framed it, put it on his wall. And, like, weeks later, like, somebody from the A's front office, like, part of, like, accounting or whatever, was like, hey, like, we gave you the check. Like, what do you, you know, did you, did you cash it? Or he goes, no, I put it on my wall. Cause I figured you guys are going to give me a lot more than just one. Like that, that's fucking <laughs> the nuts on that. The guy. nuts on that fucking guy to be like, y'all are going to give me more than one. So I'll the just... story, the story Max talking about with Harold Reynolds is Ricky got hurt one year and Harold Reynolds ended up leading the league and stolen with like 50 stolen bases or so. I'm which, just which, out which is number. still fucking know. impressive. Yeah. And Ricky called him up and he said, 50 stolen bases is like, congratulations. And then he's like, I would have had 50 stolen bases by May. You ought to be ashamed. That's what he said. You ought to be ashamed. Wow. <laughs> Ricky was fucking great, man. You, yep. I'm, I'm with Ken. People don't talk about him as a top 10 player, but he's up there, man. He, he's that guy. Probably, Justin Justin went ahead and, and asked, like, who put pressure on, on every player on the defense? There is nobody that did that as well as Ricky Henderson. 100%. Nobody. And he'd take your ass deep, too. He had, like, 275 home runs or something. I'm looking right now, 297. Right. 297, okay. Yeah. It's fucking impressive. Yeah. And over 3,000 hits, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so, he's a beast. We get into this generation of baseball where everything's just on a fucking stat sheet and everything is just what your box score says. I don't think the analytical guys appreciate Ricky Henderson as much just because he was stolen base centric. You know, his home runs doesn't jump off the page. Uh, 3K hits. I mean, however you want to feel about that. Ricky well, Henderson. He also me, walked a million times, too, he did. He because exactly. the pitchers were scared of him. That, that's what I was going to uh, get at, Ken, was. Ricky Henderson guys, walked, put pressure on you every 20, second. 2,200 times in his career, that motherfucker walked. I think he had what the record career? until Bonds broke it. What was his career on base for that? Uh, 401. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think the analytics guy has to like him just because of that right there. But, <laughs> but, but they don't uh, count stolen hey, bases now. Hey, 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 analytic guys would be like, yeah, his 401's good. Yeah, I mean, he stole 1,406 bases, but – He's all time and times getting caught stealing, so I don't really know if that's too impressive. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and his BABIP is only two forty. Yeah, his BABIP isn't up there. Okay, you know, hard. Yeah, like, no, true. come on now. That's true too. They would say something like that. Now, like yeah, Ricky yo, Henderson well, is the essence go. of the team I mean, game. Ricky Henderson, when you walked him, you knew you fucked up the minute you walked him. If you walk fucking Yasmani Grandal, it's not the same because he's not going to put pressure on the pitcher. He's not. I'm a double play away. Yeah, you're a double play away now. 
Um, with really, Willie Henderson, it's really no, no consequences. There's no consequences really for walking and Grandet. You know what I mean? You need a fucking triple to score from first base. I mean, the consequences might, hey, is walking your arm on Carter out at home. right now. You know, but your list was fucking absolutely trash. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't even. I know. had myself too low. I was number five. I should have been three. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why you put that fucking list out of there. That shit was disgusting. Best of what? It was disrespectful. My my uh my my top five favorite leadoff guys. Who are they, Sam? Uh, well, me at the top now. Ronald Acuna, <laughs> Mookie Betts, Ian Kinsler, and World Series Dustin Pedroia. And this is all time. My favorite I've ever seen. Oh, Soriano was in there too. Are we just going to say fuck Ichiro? Like, he, yeah, I, I actually made my list for this uh, occasion. Pete Rose should be up there. Pete Rose could this be the up part, there. Yeah, Getting my ass fried right now. I'm going Ricky Henderson, Tim Raines, Kenny Lofton, Ichiro, and, and the last guy I put in, you know, I always like to throw out a little wild card there, but Willie Wilson on the Royals was fucking good. So I'm putting Willie Wilson as number five. <laughs> Over Tim you, Raines. Justin. Yeah. I would take I would take Tim Anderson as a better leadoff hitter than fucking Alfonso Soriano. You sick? How dare you? I was sick, and I'm not. And I, I hate would. the Cubs, but Soriano I in the leadoff would. spot for the Cubs was nah. fucking immortal. Nah, I would. Also, you left. You didn't even mention fucking Lou Brock. Lou yeah, Brock was like was fucking. All of my TVs also, are colored also, in the also, house. Kenny Lofton? Did you get some love? Kenny Lofton. I had him, I love I had him third. I, I, he actually got snubbed. I, I hate it. I hate it. My arm is better than Kenny Lofton. Wade Boggs. How you leave Wade, off Blue yeah, How you leave off Ichiro? I, mean, I said Ichiro. On, like, no, I'm talking about uh, Justin didn't say Because he's Justin too self-centered man. on his fucking self. I don't even like Ichiro, yeah. and I got him on my list. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I slug better than Ichiro. That's it. Yeah, the only thing you slug is your fucking dick with that sock. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you slug. I got a lot of. I probably got about seventeen thirty socks in the That's about all you do. Shoot blanks. And hey, don't worry about that. I take pills for that. All right. Yeah. All right. Craig Biggio. I mean, he got. Hey, me and him got the same birthday too. Losers. Oh well, my the guy with my same birthday, Johnny Damon. You could have put him up there, your Boston Ooh. hero. That's yeah. a that's a Yankee legend right there. That's a Yankee legend. Yeah, yeah, right. I think I like Ellsbury better than uh, Johnny Damon. Get at the fuck, really? Another Yankee yeah. legend. Should have won I'm MVP. A, I'm, a I'm a Dustin Pedroia fan. Oh like, my fucking god! All right, list. guys, that that concludes today's show. We're talking about midgets. Yeah. You can't you can't, t- you can't touch on uh well, magical in the list. beginning and not touch no he, he, he don't make the list. And I'm a Dustin Pedroia fan. He don't make the list. That's the original laser show. He don't make he don't make that list. You got Ricky, you got Lou Brock, you got Ichiro. You got too many fucking just outstanding fucking lead off here. Don't forget about my boy Tim Raines. You got Tim Raines. He was a he, it, Tim, people forget how good Tim Raines was. He's a dog. See, but y'all always do this, bro. Like, I had a couple other white guys that I like in my fucking list. Basically, y'all got a Kung Fu master and an NAACP in y'all fucking top five of the, the leadoff guys. Have some That's fucking true. variety. I'm really hoping you get canceled by 10 a.m. tomorrow. So I don't have to see your ass no more. I got three burners, Junior. I got three yeah, burners. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do. I know I him, but I ain't going to say him. 
Yeah. Only time Justin never got canceled when he canceled himself. <laughs> I control this ship. <laughs> he deleted his own page. You ain't even the captain of your own ship, bud. Yeah. Whatever. I put my seatbelt on. Yeah. The I pressure agree. was too much for him. He didn't even say nothing bad and he fucking deleted himself. It was fucking un- it was unbelievable. I said, oh my God, what's going on with love, bro? I, I was shook it, okay? They, they I, I folded. <laughs> Everybody fold once. In the lifetime, okay, that was my time to fold, and it happened. <laughs> Me and Ken was disappointed. <laughs> Absolutely, my fucking Ken War still trying to climb back up after that bullshit. Yeah, negative. it took a You're hit. You negative. You negative. Took a big hit. <laughs> we gonna be back at the top. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Anyway, what's the last words, boys? What you got? The last words for the people. I kick it off. I mean, you know. We're not having any fucking baseball, so what? Uh, I was listening to the good guys talk back earlier, and Pat Hester, you know, said in the show, we're we're on borrowed time on this planet right now. We got to make the best of it. So you boys touched on it in the show, too, that there's going to be experiences missed out. I'm not taking my little boy to the to the ball yard. You know, I can't go on a date, me in Asia, to the, the fucking guaranteed rate. That's that's done. I guess you don't want to go with your ass. You know, we kiss on the lips, Junior. So mind your business. <laughs> uh, you're on borrowed time here, and baseball Which lips, being brother? canceled right now is it's uh it's a fucking sham. And you got people picking sides on the fence. Some people talking about you know shit that they don't they don't even care about just to pick a side. Uh, we're kind of fucked up right now as baseball fans, but. Mac, you you say it all the fucking time. The show goes on, and when baseball get back, we still gonna be watching. So that's my takeaway. We don't have any baseball right now. It's gonna happen. The show about to come out. It's just at what cost? Is it gonna be a drop of blood like Thanos said, or is it gonna spill the whole bucket? We don't know. Damn. See what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about with this dramatic shit? How deep that look. We see, don't borrow time. The yeah, see, let me let me let me cut in here. Oh, really let me cut in really quick. We literally, it's said, over. We literally it's said it like the fucking. We said it like the forty minute mark. How people are being so dramatic. We're gonna get baseball. You're gonna get to bring your wife to a game this summer if you want to go. Hell, you go. You ain't even gonna have to wear a mask. Oh my god! Shut up. Oh You're gonna god. get what to is, a game. So everyone out there the crying like, oh my god. Side. I can't go freeze my ass off March 31st when we play the Twins and then complain about it on Twitter. Oh, That's no. good UGG weather. Shut That's up. good UGG weather. What is going on? What is, what is happening to my beloved Southside? I'll see you guys what, in May or June. That's how something. did we get to this point? How did we get to this point of fucking softness? Of this fucking, like, toilet paper roll, tissue softness, everything. Gotta have a tissue ready to wipe the one cry. The one tear like fucking Denzel Washington you gotta fucking be ready to wipe. I mean, where the fuck did we get this softness from? Like, I this, I don't even recognize the South Side no more. Like, I just, I mean, I don't know. We have been invaded. Uh, it, it's fucking crazy. I just don't get it, man. Like, Sox fans have never been like this. Like, we we, we always been like the fucking uh, uh, angry guys who, who fucking uh, was upset because they thought we were fucking second class citizens and we fucking 
love our beloved white socks and they're not getting the fucking respect they deserve and we're going to show them. And now we've become some fucking whiners. <laughs> You're blaming the victim. I mean, Me, the I fan, just, is the victim. Where the fuck did this so mentality come from? from? Like, what, what happened to the old guys who would be fucking cursing you out in the stands and yelling and screaming and what the fuck? I just... I don't know, man. Like the South Side is losing itself. My dad still goes to the games. You just described them. (laughs) He'll be there. (laughs) Throw the fucking ball in the cutoff, man, Eloy. We need need those guys, man. We're losing the fucking culture, King. We lose. Yeah, I hate the culture. I I mean, this man just rattled off. I mean, what the fuck? It was like he was lowering a casket into the ground. We're on borrowed time. The clock is ticking down. Their lives. We don't know. To labor when, talks. <laughs> when the end will come. <laughs> the fucking rapture. He's trying to get hits. Fucking dramatic. This fucking dramatic shit, man. Come on, man. What you got? What you got, Julia? This shit too much. I just said it. Everyone being dramatic. Just stop. Baseball is gonna be here. There's too much money on the line to lose for both sides. They will figure it out. Like I said, I said May or June is when we get baseball, just like kind of in COVID year. It's going to come through eventually. We'll get at least 100 games if I had a guess. Everyone just stop. We said it before earlier. We just said not dramatic. Just stop. We're going to get baseball. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to that spring training or uh, uh, hot stove season two. Summer training, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the hot stove season, though. Uh, when when they go about signing, it'll be an exciting time. So I hope it happens sooner than later. If it happens, it happens. But I want to see all these hundred free agents and trades go off the board in like a week. It'll be great. Oh, it's going to be days. Like you're going to see trades yeah. and free agents happening because yeah. whether people want to believe it or not, talks are happening. Like that's just right. Funny. Sure, but here's the problem: it's gonna it's gonna coincide with the NFL free agency, so it's gonna lose some of its national yeah, uh, luster because you're gonna see. NFL free agency going on at the same time, but it is what it is. I can't wait for it. Yeah. You know, with these uh, labor talks, I'm just tired of all these fucking labor lawyers and fucking so pro union people who not even in the union and don't write checks to any union. And uh, really what I want to say is this is a time for people to really support baseball at all its lowest levels since you love the game. Since you want to see the game so bad, support it. So you got a chance to go out there and support your local little league. You got a chance to go out there and support your local junior college or NAIA. You got a chance to go out there and support uh, your local D1 school. You got a chance to go out there and support your local minor league team. You got a chance to go out there and watch some spring training. Uh, Some minor leaguers do their spring training coming up real soon. I think they start like March 8th. So you got a chance to support baseball at the youth level and at the beginning of these kids' professional careers and really cheer them on, offer them some love, offer them some some support instead of crying about what's going on at the major league level, guess what you got a chance to do? You got a chance to throw your weight behind people who trying to make it to that level. 
You got a chance to encourage them. You got a chance to spend some money at a JUCO school since everybody liked uh, junior colleges. You got a chance to go support the NAI baseball team, which is plenty of them. One in Naperville, uh, I forget all the other suburbs. There's a lot of NAI schools around here. You got a chance to go out there and support them. You got a chance to go out there and support your junior college. You got fucking uh, South Suburban. If you're a South Sider, you got South Suburban out there. You got Xavier. It's a oh, lot true. Of fucking, yeah, you, you, you got a lot of fucking things you can do to quench your baseball thirst. So instead of fucking crying and being dramatic, and acting like a fucking labor union. And acting like, oh, you're not going to watch baseball no more because you're so pro player that the fucking lockout has, you know, basically thrown the water on your fire for the game, which to me don't fucking make sense because how are you going to support the players if you no longer support the game with baseball? That shit don't even add up. But here it is. You got a chance to support local little league. Like I said, a lot of them are struggling trying to stay afloat. You got a chance to go spend money at their concession stand. You got a chance to go support your local little league. You got a chance to donate money to them since you can't spend it on season tickets now. Go donate some money to your local little league. You got a chance to fucking support NAIA during colleges, all this I said before. So go do it. How about that? And stop fucking crying. And with that said, I'm out.